Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver Black Pride. This is a weekly off-season show. It's Tuesday night on podcast. Will be on the website Wednesday morning. And this is a uh, this is an incredible week in the NFL. It's an incredible week for the Raiders organization. This is an incredible week for my career. And it's, you know, it, it's a life-changing week for Carl Nesbitt. Uh, you know the news by now. And what's so fascinating about this news is what? It just kind of happened. He just, there was no fanfare. He just put it out there. And that's what made it so cool and so authentic and... And, and just so incredible. Um, I've been expecting this moment to happen a long time, but then I've also haven't been expecting it because, you know, Michael Sam happened in 2014, and you know he was the first uh, openly gay player drafted into the NFL, but he's never played. Carl Nesbitt is the first established, active NFL player. And Mike, again, Michael Sam never played. So this is a little bit different, and it, it took seven years. I remember shortly afterwards, I was talking to somebody close to Michael Sam, and they said, you know, I've had a handful of players, gay players, tell Michael Sam that, you know, I appreciate you, and but none of those guys came out. And I'll, I'll be interested to see if anybody comes out after Carl's this, because I'll tell you what, he's not the only gay player in the NFL. I can almost guarantee you that. Just a courageous, brave move by this guy. And again, you're expecting it to happen, but then it doesn't. So, okay, maybe it won't happen. And then, boom, guy puts out a video, like it's the fifth word that comes out of his mouth. He says he's gay. And he's on there for less than a minute. And it was just so authentic, and it was so comfortable. And I cannot give him enough credit. I'm a Carlos Nesbitt fan for life for whatever he does, rooting for him. And um, again, we're all saying at one point, perhaps this won't be a big deal, but that point's not here yet, and this is the starting point of it. And it, it's it's fantastic. It's unbelievable. And just cool that it's a Raider because of the, the long history of inclusion. That was my initial column yesterday. Um, the, you know, Al Davis is a guy of inclusion. Art Shell is the first black head coach. Tom Flores is the first Latino head coach. Amy Trask was the first female executive in the NFL. All under a guy, Al Davis, who just didn't give a rip who you were. He just wanted to win. And I, t I had the honor of talking to Art Shell today and um, talked to him in the past course. And we talked about Carl. We talked about Al. And he has, a, you know, he's very happy that uh, a player has come out. He said, I heard of players that I was teammates with, stories, but nobody came out. And it's a different time. I'm glad this young man is comfortable. He's a Raider. I'll always love him. And he'll always be a Raider. And. You know, that's that's the Raider way. And he says, I know Al would have been thrilled for this. So, just 
it's a special time. I'm, I'm glad I've always been an ally of that community. Um, you know, I, like everybody, I have plenty of friends who are, and I see them all the time, and I can't wait to see them and talk to them about it. Um, and but just being an ally and, and, and knowing how tough it is on these guys who d didn't come out at all or, or, or wait until after they're playing. They, these guys weren't able to play their, live their true life because of this. I bet Carl Nesbed feels like he weighs five pounds right now. I bet he is so relieved. And, and you know what? There may be some. He's getting a lot of support, and I appreciate it. And the NFL's treating him great, and. You know, th that's all good. But there may be some awkward moments ahead, but I'm sure he knows that. But I don't think they're going to be as awkward as he thinks or or as I think or as anybody else thinks. I, I, I don't think there's going to be many of those moments. There may be a knucklehead or two, but there's a lot of knuckleheads out there. Um, that's just the way it goes. You just deal with them. Um, so, I, but I think he's going to be fine. And just super, super impressed by this guy his his jersey's the top selling jersey in the nfl so i mean people are he's got to be happy about that just just you know that's just support and i wrote yesterday this guy people are going to be wearing carl nesbitt number 94 raider jerseys around the world people aren't sports fans but people who are fans of humanity and heroes and this is just a, a wonderful moment, and for me, I, I'm, I felt a responsibility being covering the team that the first openly gay NFL player, and it, just saying those words right now is, is mind-blowing. Really hasn't, really hasn't stuck in yet. It really hasn't. And I even woke up a couple of times last night going, whoa, this is amazing. And... To, to be able to to tell this story and talk to Art Shell about it. And uh, so, again, you know, we're not going to spend this entire show. We're probably going to move on here a bit. Um, but just, it's a major, major story, and I think everybody should take pride in it. And it's just good, it's good for humanity. So it's, uh, it's amazing. Okay, let's get back to uh, football talk. Um, but, hey, you know what? We're going to be talking, this is going to be a story... This story's not going away, um, but because it's so huge. But we can talk football, and we can talk Carl Nesbitt, the football player, while he's playing football. I, I don't want him to become, oh, there's there's the one guy who had the courage. You know, he's also an NFL player making money. Um, so they wrapped up minicamp last week. Pretty quiet, uneventful minicamp, to be honest with you. Uh, Colton Miller practiced on Wednesday, or we last did our show on Wednesday morning. He didn't practice, so there's no worry about him. Um, they didn't practice on Thursday, but they got a lot done in, you know, in the offseason. Uh, Gruden said Divine Diablo, the third-round pick, is out until hopefully he might come back in training camp. He didn't, really, he didn't give any reason, so, I mean, you, you would think it's injury. We'll see. He's not signed. I still don't think it's a big problem. Mountain Coons isn't signed either. Trevor Moore, the second-round pick, who I think is the star of the class, is, has signed. So that's all good. 
Uh, Gruden said, hey, talking about the secondary, I don't care what round guys are drafted in, the best guys are going to play. That might have been a shot at Damon Arnett. That might have been a shot at Jonathan Abram. I think it was more of a shot at Abram, excuse me, of, of Arnett. Um, Vic Tafer of The Athletic tweeted the other day that, you know, he's an afterthought. I've... I've been hearing a lot of things from my sources that, you know, that they, they don't know if they can trust them. And, you know, they, they, they signed a lot of free agents at that position, and they drafted Hobbs, who, who, looks, who people think, hey, he might be better than Robertson in the fourth round. And that, that speaks to what Gruden was saying. It doesn't matter what round. Um, you know, I, I think that they're going to let Damon Arnett play out with him. Um, they don't have to make a decision quickly, but yeah, I get the feeling that they don't feel like they can necessarily count on him. And, um, you know, if that's the case, that's a really bad freaking pick. Number 19, people thought he was a reach anyways. Um, I think that's part of the reason why people were kind of rolling their eyes about Alex Leatherwood, is that it's not Alex Leatherwood's fault, and, and Alex Leatherwood has a chance to become a really good player, but like another reach. Um, but if he plays great, it won't matter. And if Arnett plays great, it won't matter that he was a reach. But, you know, they missed on, they, they, they could have took, they could have took just, Jeff, Justin Jefferson. They could have took, uh, Kenneth Murray. He's the guy that I wanted them to take. Uh, they could have took Patrick Queen. They could have maybe traded down and take Jalen Johnson. So, I mean, you know, if Arnett doesn't get it together... There's going to be a lot of, the Rares are going to have to eat a lot of crow on that again, you know. But we'll see. It's not over. He has a chance. Um, I thought Yannick Ngagwe was very interesting because he said he self-critiqued himself and didn't think he had a very good year last year with the Vikings and the Ravens. Ravens. And that's what I've been hearing around the league is that you know, he may, he would have been a bigger prize in free agency if he had a better year. And one of those teams probably would have franchised him or at least wanted to um, give him a new contract. But two teams traded for this guy, and and he's not in either team. So I think that kind of maybe humbled him a little bit or at least make him take stock. And I think that's a really good thing because I think that it can really motivate him I, I like that the Raiders gave him a two-year, $26 million deal. Um, he's going to be a free agent at 28 years old again. So that means he's going to be very motivated. He's going to be very motivated. Uh, he said that he thinks Max Crosby and himself could be the best pass rush duo in the NFL. We'll see. I, I think they're top eight, but, but let's see. But, hey, it's a lot better what the Raiders were in the past, right? A lot better. Um, John Gruden made a comment about no energy vampires. He feels like everybody is excited. We've heard this before, but, you know, who's he talking about? Is he talking about, a lot of people think it's Trent Brown. That'd probably be my guess. I found it interesting, Derek Carr last week, you know, talking about the new offensive line. He goes, I love Gabe Jackson. I love Ronnie Hudson. He didn't mention Trent Brown. So th that might might be a, a addition from a, a sub addition by subtraction. You know, if if you're not on the field, you, you can't do much. And that was his deal last year. Um, 
What else? A lot of people, you know, the, the league has come out and said, hey, you know, here's the rules for vaccinated players. Here's the rules for unvaccinated players. And if you're just looking at it, it's going to be a lot more pleasant for vaccinated players. They're going to have it a lot easier way. So we'll see if any players, you know, around the more around the league get vaccinated. I, you know, I, I think the Raiders are doing pretty well there. So we'll see. Um, you know, talking about depth, Gruden thinks they have more depth, and I think they have more depth. I mean, certainly, you know, there's more depth at cornerback. There's more depth on defensive line. There's more depth at a lot of pass rusher. I said I, when I meant defensive line, I meant I meant um, tackle. There's more depth at you know running back certainly with Drake. Uh, wide receiver is really interesting. That might help down the stretch. Because what happened to this team down the stretch the last two years? They imploded, and they just were awful. And they blew the friggin' playoffs both years. Well, improved depth, because you're going to get hurt. And But improved depth, you just have a better chance. So it, it, I think it's going to be really interesting. And I think, that, I think the Raiders' best chance of the playoff is through their improved depth. I really do. They signed Darren Lee. Last week, a former first-round pick, 2016, only 26 years old, hasn't done much after leaving the, the Jets, Kansas City, the Bills. Um, he only played two games last year. Had a good workout, reportedly, with the Raiders. They need depth at linebackers, so we'll see. He can sneak on the roster. It's not the worst thing. Is it an impact thing? Well, you never know who's going to be an impact player, but I think right now let's see if he can make the team. Very proud show. Um, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening to me. You guys have a great week. And uh, we'll have fun. And let's appreciate everybody. Take care. Have fun. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and Black Pride.